What's going on everybody and welcome back to the Teed Up Show. New and improved and better than ever. Be sure to follow me on my social media platforms, Timothy T. Wilkes on Facebook, the Teed Up Show on YouTube, and Terrell Godemy Wilkes on Instagram. And also to show your support, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, engage, and last but not least, enjoy the show. Okay, we can go ahead and get started with the topic. Um... I was going to do today, be careful what you broadcast, it's, uh, I was going to get four reasons why you should be careful, these are basically consequences of, you know, three of them are like consequences if you post the wrong stuff, like, if, like on, this is going with social media, things like that, social media, um, Facebook, so Twitter could be one, uh, anything, mainly Facebook, could be Instagram too, but a lot of I see a lot of uh, you, things on Facebook that you could post, conveying, and this is for like people that are believers, that are ministers, that uh, it's for anybody that that wants to do something pertaining to ministry, or anybody that may be an influencer uh, that has something to do with positive motivation, uh, motivational speakers, anything like that, that that does stuff in a positive light. This is mainly for people like that uh, business people you could even if it's dealing with business anything like it because something that's geared in a positive direction you want to be careful what you broadcast because uh, also leadership anybody that's in leadership you might be a boss on a job you might be anything like that anything anybody that's in leadership specifically you know you have to be careful what you broadcast and uh, and a lot of people because I, I brought this topic up because I was told this in the past, but I didn't listen. And this is somebody, uh, that's why I break everything down. All the lessons that I teach, I break them down because some of them I had to learn the hard way, some of them I had to seek God for understanding, some of them I had to, had to observe and, and see. And when you seek God for wisdom and things like that, sometimes He'll give you certain revelations. And this is one of them. Uh, I learned it the hard way and I'm bringing it back. And also, I know I said I was going to do live stream and stuff, but like I said on my Terrell Speaks show, I'm going to do a combination of both. I'm going to do a combination of live streams and I'm going to do the podcast because I'm not willing to let Anchor go yet. I like being on Anchor and because uh, they, they distribute your stuff all over. So I kind of want to keep the Anchor, uh, keep the Anchor app and everything. I want to stay on Anchor and I want to stay also on YouTube I want to keep doing these type of shows I like these, I like this type of production but if I have to do like a, a message that may be long winded or whatever I may do that on a live stream on YouTube if I had to do a long winded message or a Christian topic that requires a deep discussion that goes in, in the detail because I'm not the type that just go around this just this is the word and just preaching at you and all this it's, it's a good style I'm not knocking it I'm just saying that's not me. I like to explain things to Christians that fellow to fellow believers that may that that weren't really explained to me when I was in the, in the th- they say you have to be careful what you do. You have to be careful this and this. And that. We always get, we always think we was judged for the things we did. Uh, you gotta be careful. Da, da, you fornicated. You did did did. I grew up hearing that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? When I started doing my own thing, I learned why you had to be careful. I learned why I was told not to do this. I learned all the whys. Like I did a message on knowledge, uh, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I want to make sure 
people that listen to me, I want to make sure they have everything, the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, because I wasn't told these things growing up. I was just told the wisdom. You can't do this. You don't need to do that. You got to stay away from this. You got to then get. I never got the understanding, so I want to give people understanding. I've always told, be careful what you brought. I thought, you know, they just telling me, oh, you can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me what to post on my page. I can post what I want on my page. I'm grown. Yeah, you know, you know that kind of stuff. I've I've said that. So, but I'm when I that's why when I deliver my message, I explain it. I break it down. This is why. These are the reasons why. These are the reasons why you shouldn't do it this way. I don't judge people because I've been there. You know, I've been in, in places of depression. I've been in places of suicide. I've been in places dealing with anxiety and different things like that. And wanting to reach out to somebody that didn't feel like I didn't have anybody to talk to. And want to just talk to somebody and reach out to somebody. But these are, there are consequences to that. And I'm going to get into that in a second. But there are consequences to doing that. Because uh, not everybody has your best interest. Not everybody cares about you and what you're dealing with and what you're going through. That's why... I want to make sure we have an understanding of, uh, you know, I want to make sure you have an understanding by the end of this message, by the end of what I'm doing. That way we'll know, you know, it'll be, you get it ingrained in your spirit. Because I don't want, I don't want nobody to be thinking, I'm, oh, I'm judging, I'm just telling you what to do, I'm just telling you how to live your life. No. Giving you some tools to work with. Because the devil got some tricks. The enemy got tricks. People out here got tricks. This world, this world, you got people in this world don't care nothing about you. People that come at you any kind of way, they want to take what you have. You have like to say the enemy come to steal, kill, and destroy. He don't care nothing about you. So I want to make sure we're fully equipped. I want to make sure we're aware. We're not ignorant of his devices. I want to make sure we 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 on the same page when it comes to the direction of where we need to go, how we need to do things. And like I said, the message today is be careful what you broadcast. And uh, why you should be careful what you broadcast? Number one, it's going to be. You can attract the wrong type of people, mainly users, mainly abusers, mainly sharks, mainly toxic people, narcissistic people. You can attract the wrong types of people. Bottom line is, number one, you can attract the wrong types of people. I want this to be in our spirit. Number two, you can pollute your message. The message that you, whatever message, if you're a praise dancer, if you're a singer in the Lord, if you're a man of God, if you're a businessman, if you're a businesswoman, whatever it is you're doing, you can pollute that. Whatever you stand for, you can pollute that message by posting the wrong things like depressing stuff, anything negative, anything that, that doesn't represent what you're dealing with. You can you can pollute that message. Like you say, you're a firm believer. And then you talk about the next day. One day you posting about God, the next day you posting about you want to kill yourself, or you posting about depression, you're posting about, you know, because I'm not judging you what you post. I'm just saying these, or you don't want to give up on life. These messages can, these type of posts can pollute your message, pollute what you stand for. Now it's okay to reach out to people in private. It's okay to reach out to folks when you're dealing with something. You, you need to have. That's why uh, one of the first messages I did on this show was. Who God, the people that God sent in your life. He sent us friends, he sent us mentors, he sent us different people to reach out to, which we can confide in. The reason being because everything's not meant to be shared for the public, but that's number four. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. We're going to number one is to, you attract the wrong types of people. You attract sharks, you attract leeches, you're going to attract users. Uh, I'm going to name them all first. But two, you can contradict your message. You 
can pollute your message. Three, you can lead others astray. You can cause other people to give up. People that just get into the faith, say if they just get into the faith of Christianity, they just need to know Christ. And they see a minister, they see a pastor, they see an evangelist, they see an apostle on Facebook saying that, look, I want to give up on life. I don't think they're, you know what I'm saying? I've been waiting on God too long. I'm tired of this. I can't do this no more. Stuff like that. If you're a believer, you have uh, people look up to you in ministry and you posting that kind of stuff. You saying, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. See, I, I was a minister of music for years. I've been a minister. I've been preaching on Facebook for years. But I would post certain things like that and it confuses people. You know, it leads people astray. It causes people to not believe. It causes people to question they believe. If he's doing this and he's preaching and teaching the word, he's a believer, he's a devout Christian, what does I mean, is it real or is it not real? You have people questioning themselves. You can lead them astray. You can make them, they can be lost. You don't know, because you, when you have, when you're in leadership, you have to be careful what comes out of your mouth. You have to be careful what you do. Because it can, it can lead other people astray. It can, it, it can cause a, Un, uh, unintentional deception within the uh, Christian faith. So we have to be careful. Everyone has, uh, everyone does not need to see you spiritually naked. Everybody, basically, everybody don't need to know your business. Everybody don't need to know all the ins and outs of what you're dealing with. They don't need to see the, everybody don't need to see you naked. Spiritually naked. You pre- pretend like you expressing all your ups and all your downs, your bad, your ugly. Compare that to you just walking outside with no clothes on. That's what it is when you post something on social media dealing with when you want to uh, end your life, you want to give up on everything, when you want to, uh, when you're losing your faith, stuff like that. If you're a person that represents faith, that represents positivity, <coughs> you want to be careful uh, what you post because it can contradict, it can cause, you know, it's just like exposing yourself. Your physical body, but um, <coughs> let me get into uh, the first one. Uh, you attract users, abusers, and other types of sharks. When you might not realize it, but when you post, let's say if you're a minister and you're dealing with loneliness, you're dealing with loneliness, if you post that. You could attract, if you post how lonely you are, how much you need love, different things like that. You ain't even got to be a minister with this one. You could just be anybody. If you post that you're lonely or you're looking for somebody to love or don't nobody know how to treat nobody or this kind of stuff. You can attract people that uh, want to use you. Wanna, wanna, if you're a man and you post that you're lonely, you might attract women that only want to use you, that only want to take advantage of you, that only want to... Uh, they might see what you have and try to see if they can you attract different uh you, you attract predators just like if you're a woman you'll post that when you're a woman I, let me ask you this if you're a woman and you'll post you post i guess i'm meant to be single for the rest of my life i'm always gonna be lonely i'm always gonna be by myself i can't trust nobody I, da, da, da. what happens all kind of people jump in your inbox that's the first thing that happened when you post that kind of stuff. Why? Because they trying to see. They want to see if they can get a shot. Some might have good intentions. Some might not. They, but but they they know one thing, one sure thing. She vulnerable. 
even if he posts, he's vulnerable. Don't nobody love nobody these days. You're gonna have people's you're gonna have the wrong type of people reach out. You're gonna have the wrong type of people that find that, that all of a sudden are attracted to you. The wrong folks. It's always gonna be the wrong type because God don't come um He don't he don't uh He don't answer off pity. He don't respond off pity, based off pity. He responds based off faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. He's not going to intervene off pity, because it still might not be his, might not be time for him to intervene in your life. It's based off faith. It's based off faith. So we have to, when it comes to that, if we think since we at our lowest and we posted something like that, or he didn't answer our prayers, it might not be. It might. It could be the enemy. It could be the enemy sending a shark. It could be somebody sending a predator in there. It could be somebody lurking on your page, trying to figure out who they're gonna uh, who they're gonna devour. That's why in the scripture tells us to be sober-minded, because the enemy is, is seeking who they may devour. He on the prowl all the time. He's circling. He always got traps and tricks and different things that he's trying to uh, do to manipulate us and stuff. He'll send people at you. He'll send. He'll dress it up real nice. To cater to specifically what you're dealing with, they only have that one thing is what you're dealing with. Every other area, they might, they might be terrible. In every other area, they have nothing else. If you're lonely, they might fix that one problem, loneliness. They might give you company, but everything else, they might be horrible. It might be dressed up to look like what you want, but it might not be anything else. It just look good. So I'm telling you, uh, we have to be careful. They'll tell you everything you want to hear, whisper everything in your ear that you want to hear, that you want to, that you want to have, everything that you're looking for. They'll pretend to be that. So it, it's, it's not always, you know, it, it's not always uh, God answering your prayers. It could be something else. It could be the other way around. That's why we can't be vulnerable. We have to be sober-minded, meaning fully conscious, fully conscious of what's going on. Have to be alert. Have to be aware. <clears throat> if you're vulnerable, that's the spirit of fear. He don't give us the spirit of fear. He gives us power, love, and a sound mind. We have to be cautious. We have to be sober-minded. We have to be alert. We have to be obedient. How we feeling? Not always what God is saying. Don't always line up. Because a lot of times we act out of fear. We 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 deal with life out of fear. So it has to be some kind of be some kind of sense and uh, some kind of logic some kind of seeking the Lord for instruction because he's going to give you instruction but the main thing is we have to be careful what we post for that for one of those For the, this is one of the reasons because you could you could post something out of vulnerability out of emotion out of pain out of fear out of hurt and attract other people that's, that's, that's that has a kindred spirit to that that's hurt that's pain that's fearful and you don't want to attract fear, because God don't give us fear. If, it's, if they, somebody coming out of fear with those emotions that's connected to you, it could be a chance that it has God had nothing to do with that union. Trust me, I learned the hard way. What happens when you put two broken people together, two messed up people together, two people that's lonely together? You're not gonna get a perfect, happy, healthy relationship. I'm telling you that. You put two unhealthy people together. 
You're not going to get something that's healthy. You're not going to get something that's blessed. You're not going to get something that's anointed. See? So we have to be careful. You might you make yourself a target. You attract the wrong people. You're going to attract people that don't want to use you. They don't want to take advantage of you. That that think you vulnerable, think you weak. They see it as a weakness. You have a lot of predators out there, narcissistic people that don't care. They don't care how you feel. They don't care about none of that. They only want. They saw. They see a target. They see somebody that's that. Okay, I can. I can get them. You might attract women if you post stuff like that. You might attract some homeless guy that looking for a place to stay. Same thing with men. You might attract a woman that's looking for a place to stay. Looking for a place to lay their head. Gonna tr- then they'll tell you everything you want to hear. So they can get up in there. So they can move in with you. So they can do whatever. <coughs> I'm telling you. Um, two. You pollute your message. Or you can or you can contradict yourself. Could be one of the two. You contradict yourself. When you say that you say sanctified for the Holy Ghost. That you're a man or woman of God. That you this and that. And then you turn around and say that you uh, you don't know what's going on with life. You want to give up on everything. You're ready to throw in the towel. You feel defeated. You're depressed. You're you're dealing with all kind of other stuff. Uh, you're saying how 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 bound how, how how burdened you are by life. How much of a burden everything is. Woe is me. All of that kind of stuff. And you in ministry or are you supposed to be representing positivity? What it does is causes you to contradict yourself. Because if you preach in faith, because ministry is faith, Christian faith, this is a faith. This is a walk of faith. This is a walk of believers. We supposed to be okay, this is how much we believe. No matter how things look, we supposed to represent faith, believing, and all that stuff. Now uh if we posting things or we saying things, he, he ain't gotta be posting. Be careful what you broadcast. I say that in general because you might go around telling people in public how bad your life is, how terrible your life is, how shameful your life is, how defeated you are, how messed up you are, how, how anything. If you go around talking like that, talking defeated, speaking things like that into the atmosphere, you can con- you're contradicting you. You're a contradiction. You represent Christian faith. If you're, if you're in ministry, you're in ministry now. You're a believer. You say you're a Christian. You say you're a believer. Because Christian, we worship in spirit and in truth. This is a faith-based thing. It's not what people want. It ain't. It's not considered. It's not really. People made it into a religion. The man-made part is religious. But Christianity, what Christ, the whole thing about what Christ described it as, spirit and in truth, is a spiritual walk. He said once you find Christ You put away the schoolmaster Which was the law The law is like a schoolmaster The mosaic laws Any law The law like the, the laws within It could be the laws within the religion That we discussed We uh, learned growing up It's a schoolmaster It's just to teach you It's your foundation But once you find Christ Once you have a formal relationship with Christ And follow, follow God Have that relationship with God you put away that schoolmaster and you follow Christ. Now you're walking in the spirit. Now you're obeying God. Now you have that relationship. But the schoolmaster is to, just to teach you 
everything. It's to give you, put you, give you that discipline, give you that consistency that you're gonna need when you're walking in the spirit. Cause you're gonna need, to, you're gonna need to know how to do those. It's, it's to teach you to know how and walk in this faith. So if it's a faith based, so we claim to represent faith. We represent faith. We claim to represent faith, and then we talk about wanting to give up. We talk about losing faith. We talk about it's a contradiction. It's a contradiction because it's it's, it's the opposite of faith. It's fear because, you, like I said, I preached another message before. You have faith, then you have fear. Fear is the opposite of faith. Faith is knowing. Faith is. Is you look? This is going. God gonna come through. This is gonna happen. This is gonna work out. I don't care how it look. I don't care what it seems like. I don't care what the devil saying. I don't care what nobody else saying. I don't care what people around me telling me. But it's gonna work out. God said this, and His word say this. This is what it is. It is so. So be it. Nothing else. But if you going around saying I don't know, it might not work. Everything's over. The whole world's gone. Life is pain. It's a contradiction. You're saying the opposite of what God is telling us in the Word, what God is telling us to live off of, what God is telling us to believe, what God is ministering to us daily. He's trying to show us daily that He's there for us, that He's in our life, that we're created for a reason, that we're we're not meant. He didn't create us for just to, just for us to give up. It's a faith base, and it's not always having faith is not always going to be easy. Everything in your life might be going wrong. Everything in your life might be going downhill. But we still have to have faith. We still have to have that belief. We still have to be able to walk as if everything, as if God has already done what he told us he was going to do in the first place. You have number three. You can lead others astray. You can lead others astray. The reason why you can lead others astray, it goes in line with number two. If you're a contradiction, no matter who you are, check this out. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you believe. If you're doing something out there, if you preaching, if you speaking, if you singing, if you playing, if you're a musician, whatever it is you're doing, if you're a business person, whatever it is you're doing, somebody's watching you. I don't care who you are. Somebody watching you. Somebody had their eyes on you. Somebody, it might not seem like it, it might not look like it. You might post something on Facebook and you might not get now like you might not get now view, you might not, it might not look like it, but somebody is watching you. They, you might be going live, it might be people that watch your stuff that uh, that don't click on it. You might not hear them. I've had that, I've had that happen before. I had a lot of people, people say they watch me, they don't click on the live, but they'll watch from afar. I didn't have that happen. I didn't, you know, you'd be surprised who's watching you, who's looking at your stuff. Cause I don't get a lot of engagement, but a lot of people say they watch and they listen. So you don't know who's watching, you don't know who's listening. That's just an example. Cause a lot of people, we don't think people is paying us any attention. We don't think, we don't realize how many people got our back. We don't realize how many people love us or how many people watching us, how many people paying attention to us. But check this out. I said that to say this. Saying you believe if you're saying blessings one day, saying curses the next, saying I'm 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 done or I'm tired or it's over. 
it's gonna make it's gonna confuse people. It's gonna lead people astray. They're gonna be like, he's a preacher, or he's doing this, or she's a minister, or she she's walking in faith, but it's not uh she's saying it's over. If they already if they already wavering in their faith, if they already questioning God, if they already in the beginning phases where they're not sure about Christ, and they see you up there, you've been doing it for twenty years and you're not sure. You see where I'm going with it? It can confuse them. It can throw them off. It'll make them, you know, you might have people that look up to you that see you as a mentor. You don't know who see you as a mentor. You don't know who looking up to you. You don't know who admiring you. This my this person, I follow them every day and they want to give up on life. This is the this is a pastor. And it could be some false validation for them. It could be false validation on their end. If Pastor so and so want to give up, Pastor so and so want to commit suicide. He's depressed, or she's depressed, or she want to quit. And I admire that person. I look up to them every day. I see them. You know, they want to give up. My life is bad. Their life is bad. What are we doing? It could cause. It can give them false validation. Which is not true. Life is not over. God always has to find a say. He's always out for make a beginning and end. All that. When if your life is not lining up with what he said, then he's not over. He's not done. He's not finished. That's the main thing. We we gotta let God finish. He's we we sometimes we give up when the story is not even complete yet. But I'm saying this to say uh when when you when you give mixed messages, it confuses. It leads people astray. It causes people to not believe. If you live in a life that's leading, if you broadcasting is not always what you're saying. Broadcasting can be what you're doing. Broadcasting can be the way that you're living. Broadcasting can be how you how you handle people, how you treat people, how you deal with people. Whatever, because whatever you what you do sends a message too. What they say, actions speak louder than words. Whatever we do sends a message. We act depressed. We doing stuff. We lashing out and we act just like them or worse. We want to give up. It causes other believers to be led like babies in Christ. People that potential souls that could have been saved. It caused them to be led astray. Caused them to not want to even be interested in it. So we have to we have to look out for all of that. We have to pay attention to all of that. Now, um, before I go into the phone, I'm gonna explain because uh, you might be wondering, okay, if I can't post it, I can't broadcast it. What do I do? How do I handle this? If I'm going through so many emotions, which I've done, I've dealt with before. I've had a lot of that going on. Here's how you do that. There's always counseling. I'm not going to name that. That's not going to be the only thing I name. Because, you know, you always have that. You always have to surround yourself around healthy people. You need somebody that's willing to communicate with you in a healthy way. You ask God for that. If you don't have it in your life, ask God for that. What is healthy communication? What is it? Somebody that can express themselves without belittling you, without disrespecting you, without talking to you like you mean nothing to them, without sending you negative energy, negative vibes. Somebody that has genuine good intentions for you in your life. Surround yourself with people like that. If you send you one, two, three, 
confide and surround yourself with people like this people that you can talk to in a healthy way where you can tell them something they won't look down on you they won't go spread around everybody everywhere no they can give you healthy feedback they can give you healthy solutions they can give you healthy communication they can express themselves how they feel too without dogging you out without belittling you without shaming you without you know um without making you feel less than those are the ways that's 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 the way you do it you surround yourself with a healthy environment uh at least because not everybody's blessed with this opportunity but i i thank god every day for blessing me with this he blessed me with a uh a church home that's healthy healthy environment it's love genuine love genuine because once you learn what healthy is once you learn how you're supposed to be treated I'm telling you you're not going to want to turn back if you uh, feeling every day that life is the end and if and that you dealt with all types of abuse you dealt with all types of pain and, and uh, trauma and uh, all you know is mistreatment it's hard to it's hard to come across healthy because we don't know what healthy is at that stage when we still broken and hurting and thinking the world's against us. We don't know what healthy is. It's healthy people out there. I have some. I have to surround myself around healthy people, healthy environment. You know, so I got to understand how things work, how people work, how life work. You got some terrible people out there, but you also have some amazing people. I learned to surround myself around the healthy ones around the amazing ones you don't worry about the bad you know you, but you do need to be aware of the bad you need to be aware of their devices but you need to be aware of what's going on around you so you can be on the lookout you need to know what bad is so you know hey we, I can't know that could be a threat that could be a problem that could be an issue so that's why that's why I preach about that so we can know uh, so we can set healthy boundaries You don't want to have the wrong people in your life You don't want to invite the wrong folks That don't mean you any good That just come in your life to take That just come in your life to steal Kill, destroy To steal your joy To kill everything that you're trying to do To destroy your destiny To destroy your walk with God destroy your relationship with God We don't need that um, We don't need any kind of toxicity we don't deserve that. I don't care who you are. You don't deserve toxicity in your life. There's no thing. There's no way you should deserve. You deserve to be mistreated. You know. So that's that's why I'm bringing that up. That's why I said, uh, you have healthy people in your life. That way you can confide in one of them. You don't have to post it. You don't have to post it on social media. You don't have to broadcast it. And this goes into number four. Everyone does not need to see you spiritually naked. Only people need to see you spiritually naked. Only people that need to see you at your worst, at your absolute terrible worst, crime, nervous breakdown type worst. Uh, no, that know your whole entire the, the good, the bad, the ugly, the complete ugly, the worst, the underbelly of your life. When you want to break down and give up on everything, you need. A person that you can confide in. You don't have to broadcast that. Don't broadcast that. Don't broadcast when you're down. You defeated. You want to give up when you burdened. Don't broadcast the burden part. You confide. You 
confide in somebody. You confide in a, in a friend, in a mentor, somebody that can give you some sound advice, somebody that can tell you and explain it and, 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 conf- and can, uh, that can pour back into you. You need people around that can pour back into you. You don't need people that's going to bash you, that's going to judge you, that's going to talk crazy to you when you express your feelings. That's not good. It's toxic. That's somebody that really can't help you because they need help themselves. Feel me? If you pour your, if you surround yourself around healthy people, around people that can, when you tell them the worst of the worst that's going on, they can actually pour back into you. They can actually put life, speak life back into you, or pray over you, pray with you. They'll listen to you. They won't judge you. They won't uh, condemn you. Those are the only people that need to see you naked. The ones that won't broadcast your business to the world. The ones that won't tell everybody what's going on. If you tell them, it won't come back to you two days later. That's what I'm talking about. You can trust them with your information, with your secrets, with your darkness. You need something like that. You need an outlet. If you, even if you have to go to a counselor or a therapist to talk to, to, talk to somebody that you can confide in. Because I've had to do all of that A support system as well as counseling So It takes that You have to have a healthy environment it, it, And it helps you with your healing It's going to It's going to accelerate the healing process It's going to It's going to accelerate the healing process Because once I Changed my environment Changed my uh, Surroundings my healing started to accelerate. I started to notice a major difference. I know I started to notice things I was doing wrong. Even my therapist pointed out things I was doing wrong, things I was doing to contribute to my mental health issues. I had to stop doing those things. So it's uh it's all about being able to get around people that can that can explain certain things. Like if you're doing some things wrong, they can give you constructive criticism in a in a in a in a good way now Not in a toxic way Not telling you uh, Just pray about it Or just telling you oh, You you should know better you, you shouldn't feel these things You don't need to be feeling that You're a minister You ain't got no business Being depressed you ain't got, No those are hurtful Toxic things You don't need to hear That kind of stuff People that tell you That kind of stuff They don't know What they're talking about They don't have Your best interest at heart They probably don't even Care enough to help you I wouldn't talk tell them anything they just telling you, you you shouldn't feel this way because you're a minister. You shouldn't feel sad. You don't need to talk about depression because you 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 supposed to be a man or woman of God. They don't they don't talk to them about it no more. Don't talk to them about it anymore, okay? Because they don't know what they're talking about. Until you feel what depression is, until you feel what anxiety is, until you feel what this kind of stuff is, until you actually experience suicidal thoughts, until you experience auditory hallucinations, PTSD, a lot of this kind of stuff. Until you actually experience it. You won't know You're going to tell people You ain't got enough faith Whoever is telling people that Y'all need to stop If y'all telling people that Stop Just hush Just go tell them Just go Give them Give them a number to a therapist or something Because you ain't no help You're not helping them That's not help Don't tell them to suck it up Don't tell them to be a man Or don't tell them to be um, Oh you ain't supposed to deal with that You a woman of God You ain't supposed to feel sad No People are going to feel So how are you going to tell these folks They can't be human It's okay to be human It's okay to feel sad It's okay to feel emotion It's what you do 
It's how you respond to the emotion. How you the, the decisions you make behind it. It's not the feeling is not the problem. It's what you do when you feel it. You may have to confide in somebody close. You may have to confide. You have to practice being careful what you put out there. Because if you if you if you got a cut in your leg and you jump in the ocean, what you think gonna happen? They don't. Them sharks don't care if you bleed or not. They hungry. That's how it is in the world. If you show the world that you wound it, some people are gonna just try to see what they can get. Some people try to see what they can beat you out of. You're gonna attract the wrong peoples. Number two, you're gonna uh, you're gonna pollute your message. You're gonna contradict yourself. You're gonna be saying one thing, believing another, doing another. You're gonna be all unstable. Double-minded man is unstable in whose ways? All his ways. Where if you confide in somebody, they might can get you back on track. You got somebody in your corner that's gonna fight for you, that's gonna pray for you, that's gonna war for you, that's gonna give you sound advice, that's gonna uh, they'll, they'll talk to you, sit there and listen to you, listen to everything you got to say, but keep you on track and be there for you. Hold your hand. You need everybody need help. Everybody need help with something. Don't ever think you don't need help. We all need help. We all need help with something. Number three, you can lead others astray. You got people that's watching you. You got people that look up to you. You got people that admire you. You got people that see you as a mentor, a mother, a father, a big brother, a big sister. You got people that, that that's minister so and so. They might hold you to high esteem. I'm not saying they should do it, but I'm saying you have people that will do it. Especially if they knew in the faith. Especially if they need they need a guide and direction. Not everybody's self motivated. Not everybody's is a self starter. So they might have to have somebody. They may have to have a moral. They have to have have somebody to model themselves after. You might be their inspiration, and they see you ready to give up. You don't know who's watching. It's like you might say, "I ain't got nobody looking up to me." You don't know that. You don't know it. You might have somebody way in Jamaica. You might have somebody way in Canada that's watching your lives, that's watching your posts, that's watching you walk around. Somebody that you would never notice, a child, a kid. Your kids might look up to you. You don't know. That's the whole thing. You can lead others astray. Everyone doesn't need to see you naked. Everybody might can't handle that. Everybody might can't handle you at your worst. You have to confide in somebody that can actually deal with that weight, that can carry that weight. Because we have, as ministers, we have a lot that we deal with sometimes. We might not, everybody might not be able to deal with the things that we have to handle. So that's why we might need somebody that's anointed to carry that weight, that's anointed to be able to listen to that and handle that stuff and be able to guide us through it. Preferably somebody that's experienced in the areas that we've dealt with that way. We can be able to find solutions. And I say this too. When it comes to people that may be dealing with depression and things like that, try to make a habit of uh, not dwelling on it. Try to think of this not when you're in depression, because it's too late once it attacks, once it hits you. Whatever mental illness you got, bipolar, uh, schizophrenia, whatever it has. Try to think of when, when before you're triggered. When you're not triggered, it could be on a day where you're at peace in life. Try to think of ways to uh, to be proactive when it comes to 
uh, dealing with those thoughts. Think of ways to change your thought pattern. Positive ways to uh, change your uh, when, whenever because because we don't want to wait until it attacks before we do something, before we say something, or before we try to try to figure it out. Try to figure out healthy outlets. Try to figure out healthy coping mechanisms before it attacks. Before the depression attacks. Try to figure out healthy ways to deal with it. That way, when it hit, we'll recognize it. Trying to figure out ways to recognize. If you have triggers, reckon, try to find ways to recognize those triggers. We don't want to wait till we go off the deep end and try to, because it's too late, it doesn't grab the hold of you. We want to attack it when it first starts. Try to find a way. Find ways while you're at peace to try to counteract that depression or that anxiety, whatever it may be. Because it is, it's, it's, it's different ways to deal with it. Before it get there or when it first hit, it's, it's other ways. It's, it's ways to, to deal with that. You may have to get out a pen and paper, write some stuff down. Because our mind's not always trained to do something constructive when we first attack. We have to train our mind to do something constructive, to do something positive when it first hit. Because nowadays I break out a pen and paper. I use my musical instrument. I get on a keyboard. I do something. That I distract my mind from whatever's going on. I try to put my concentration on something that, that needs to be done. Something like that. Because when, when, when depression hit, when stuff hit, you don't want to do nothing. You don't want to. Your mind shuts down. Feel what I'm saying? So that's why I want to. You want to train your mind to do positive things, constructive things. To always, because if you're making progress in your life, it's hard. Because depression is hopelessness. This is just something that's that that's, that's coming to me. Depression is hopelessness. And when you're dealing with hopelessness. Means you don't think it's gonna change. There's no progress. If you do things in your life, you constantly try to figure out things that need to be done constructively uh, on a consistent basis. Try to move in a, in a direction. Try to be moving in a, in a certain direction because it's hard. Uh, it's hard when you're in a state of hopelessness when you don't see life going anywhere. And once the tax, once depression hits, once anxiety hits, once you triggered somebody to say something to you that triggers you. Whatever illness you may have, it's too late. If you hadn't thought of a game plan or a strategy to repel those thoughts, to repel those emotions, because we have to repel those thoughts. Because sometimes I've been able to do it uh, pretty good sometimes. Because sometimes we still get caught off guard. But we want to minimize. You see what I'm saying? We want to practice not going to uh, social media for everything not broadcasting to the world for everything coping mechanisms confiding somebody we don't want to broadcast that we don't want to practice not broadcasting everything we want to put it try to make a habit of that let's make a habit of not putting everything we're going through out there because everybody don't need to know everybody don't need, everybody might not can handle it for one we don't want to attract the wrong people we don't want to Gonna be because it's a vicious cycle. Then it's only gonna get worse. The more you do it, the worse it's gonna get. Because if you and then 
if you confide in the wrong people, if you broadcasting out there, the problem is not getting fixed. The issue is not getting resolved. Say if you had a broke leg and you just posting or you just telling everybody you know that you got a broke leg. Is that fixing the problem? No, it's not fixing the problem, is it? It's just gonna it's just laying up there getting worse, as a matter of fact. So if you go to a doctor, he can fix that broken leg. If you go to the ER, same thing with this. You deal you surround yourself with people that actually can deal with a counselor, a professional, or somebody that that's that can give you healthy coping mechanism that can show you how to manipulate and change, control and change your thoughts now this has to be done when you're at peace it can't be done when you during the episode when you're having an episode it's too late then it's time it's, it's because it's already, it's already you're already under attack now because if a storm hit in your life storm hit your house tornado hit your house too late to try to come up with a game plan now you have to act on the fly that's what I'm saying when these things hit too late, you prepare for storms before they come. You prepare for that drought before it get here. You don't wait till it hit, then try to try to figure it. No, it's too late now. Too late in the game. So that's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling you. If you're dealing with something like that, we have to figure out a game plan in that meantime. So that's what I'm saying. It's it's not a judgment, it's all I love. I wanna Tell people that because you know we have to. Uh, I did this as live on Facebook, but I wanted to do a uh, an anchor version, broadcast version, radio version. Um, because it's something that I had to learn, something that a lot of people might need to hear. It might can you can download it, you can listen to it whenever you want, uh, digest it because it's, it's. I break it down like this because I want um, fellow believers. To really understand uh, a lot of things we do, why are we supposed to do it? Because some people, you ain't doing this, you can't post this, you can't say this, you can't do this. If you're doing this, you're sinning, you're going to hell. No, I don't. I don't do it like that. It is what we do is important. How we act is important. What we say is important. And I just told you why. I told you four reasons why. Why we have to be careful. We don't want to contradict ourselves. We don't want to attract the wrong people. Everybody don't need to see and know everything. We don't want to lead others astray. If we represent something, we don't want them to other people be led astray. Because if we don't believe it, why should they? Why should other people believe something that we saying but we really don't believe? Are they lying? Are they just just making something up? Or is it just something fake? They just gonna confirm the stuff that because you know people do all kind of research on the internet and all that. You got all kind of Google searches and. All kind of internet searches, all kind of other books and stuff that they done found. That's been they didn't they digging them up out the sand, and they saying that Christianity is not real. Saying what we doing is fake, and all you're gonna do when you act and do different, you just confirming it. So if we say it and live it and walk it, and speak it, all this important. I'm just telling you, it's important that we do it. You might not think it is. But it's important, you know. It's very important, you know. That's why I wanna. That's why I wanted to explain it because we can't. Uh, we can't say one thing and do another. It's very. Uh, it's very imperative that we try to line up with what we're saying. The 
the things that we say that come out of our mouth, the things that we say we believe, we re- just representing something, just representing a company, just representing a walk of faith, just represent what we say and do. It matters. It's very it's important because you got to make sure. Just because God is a man of His word, if we want to be like God, we have to be a man or woman of our word. We have to line up with what we say, what we believe, and what come out. We have to line up with it. Because if your word is not worth anything, then we're not worth. You see what I'm saying? We have to at least be worth our word. We have to at least line up with what we say. We have to at least line because that's the only way you become believable. It's the only way because God lines up with His word. Then He say line up with His word, and that's just why. That's all I'm saying. As long as we do that, then we we hey we good. As long as you line up, if you say you're a Christian, you line up with that walk, you line up with what Christ say, you line up as best you can. I'm saying if you mess up, it's the end of the world. I'm saying we have to be mindful of the things we do, what come out of our mouth. We have to be mindful of that because that all that stuff matters. You know, that's all I'm saying. But uh, nothing else, if you live for God, believe in what He say. He's going to take you a mighty long way. And I hope you learned something. I love all of y'all. Anyone that's listening with the love of the Lord. And uh, like I said, uh, be sure to follow me on YouTube, Instagram, uh, Facebook. My Facebook page, TW Show on Facebook. All that's going to be the same. It's never changed. I'm on Spotify. Anywhere you can find podcasts. Um, broadcasting. You know, so I love y'all though. Um, Stay tuned for the next episode. Uh, Catch y'all later. Peace.